Hi, everybody. It's Tony Khan, the producer and director of Morning Stories from WGBH in Boston. Well, it's summer, and already, if you listen carefully, the air is full of travel stories and uh, anecdotes that people tell of vacations gone horribly awry. Sooner or later, of course, all of our trips end up as, you know, one or two or three anecdotes. So obviously, the more horrendous the details, the the better the chance that uh, those stories will be remembered and retold. Still, how do you evaluate a really good disaster travel story? Well, today's morning story is going to be an attempt to answer that question scientifically. First, we're going to listen to a travel story that I recorded a while ago by the beach in Cape Cod. It's told by a friend of mine named Robin about an incident that had just happened to her and her husband, Rich, in a hotel room in London. Then, we're going to turn to my good friend and world traveler, Mark Grashow who's going to evaluate Robin's story with a system that you're never going to forget. So first, let's listen to our test story, Robin and Rich at the Hotel Savoy. One night at about 4.30 in the morning, I stumbled out of bed, found my way around the corner to the bathroom, and um, I saw a man standing over my bathroom sink. So I ran back to bed. I hid under the sheets and covered myself completely with the sheets. Rich, um, his first reaction was, what did you do to yourself now? (laughs) He just had this vision that I had knocked over some glass and stepped in it. I said, there's a man in our bathroom. And he starts asking me questions and interviewing me and saying, you know, was he tall or short? Was he young or old? So I said, will you just call security already? So he picked up his sandal, (laughs) this little flimsy rubber sandal. And he like crept around the corner to the bathroom, kind of sidled up to the wall with his back against the wall and took his arm and he flung that door open. And there's the intruder sitting on the john with his skivvies down by his ankles and holding a hanger in his hand. So Rich, you know, started screaming at him. What the hell do you think you're doing in here? This is our hotel room, our hotel room. The man lifts his chin up a little and squints his eyes and goes, I'm from another time zone. And he turns around and with hanger raised, he stumbles out of our bathroom in his underwear and his t-shirt. And that was the last we saw of him. About 10, 15 minutes later, Rich proceeds to tell security the entire story with all the details. Meanwhile, he's the person standing there in his underwear saying there was an intruder from another planet. (laughs) An hour later, we got a call from the front desk. I think they didn't think our story was impressive enough to warrant a manager. Yes, they found the man, and it turned out that he was an American guest that was sleepwalking in the hotel. And um, they sent us up a basket of fruit. And that's when I told them a banana just wouldn't do it for me. I needed something more substantial. Ten days after we'd gotten home, it was a letter saying, next time we visited the Savoy, they'd upgrade us to a suite. (laughs) Oh, God. They still hadn't fixed the door. (laughs) 
Here we are in the studio with Mark Grashow, world expert in disasters that happen while you're traveling. So, Mark, based on your experience, how would you rate this mishap? I th- think the uh, event is amusing, funny, <laughs> not probably somewhere around maybe 100 points. Out of how many? The maximum is, is 500. 500 points? Yes. You have actually figured out a numeric equivalent for the disasters that happened yes. to the people on the Yes. Boat. And this system dates all the way back to 1974. Okay. My wife and I had been on the road for about a year. Uh, we found ourselves in a hotel in Jakarta, Java. We were sitting around a table with about 10 other travelers, some of them traveling east, some of them traveling west, talking about where we had stayed and where we were going and sharing lots of information. When in walked a couple that we had all met earlier in the day that had decided to climb a volcano, Mm -hmm. and they set out, they got really near the top, when suddenly there was a torrential downpour, totally drenched, and the white powdery ash turned to this thick ooze. And the two of them slid off the trail, down the slope, hundreds of feet, until they they actually managed to stand up. Oh, my God. Lost their pack, lost their shoes, lost their passport, their clothes filled up with mud. (laughs) Well, the group of us at this hotel decided that in the great scheme of things, this event was spectacular and had to be worth 500 points. 500 points. This is the gold standard. This was the gold. And as soon as we did this, we realized that all disasters now could be rated. So if you, for example, went to a monkey temple. A monkey temple. And decided to try and feed the monkeys. Yes. And instead of taking the peanut, the monkey runs up your body, jumps on top of your head, grabs your hair, holds on tight until you buy the monkey another bag of peanuts, which he takes and then runs (laughs) off. That we Uh, give you. What? Let me guess. Uh, 412. No, 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 no. 85 points. 85? There's no real threat, no real danger. Oh, uh, I see. Okay, so... so I, even things like, for example, if you're in a strange place, and right. you, from the airport, you flag down a taxi, Yeah. and you tell them, take you to your hotel, and the taxi drives away with everything you own. I could give this 100. Oh, 100. <laughs> well, depending on how much stuff you got. You got a lot of stuff, it's worth more. If you have a little stuff, it's, it's worth less. So it's got to be up there. Lasting effect. Lasting effect. Every, even the little experiences, if you go to a yeah. country, for the first time you experience a squat toilet, yeah. got to be worth at least 30 points. If you go, for, you go to your hotel in a strange right. place and you decide to, let's go a little sightseeing and shopping, and you totally forget where your hotel is. And you forget the name of your hotel. Yes. Yes. <laughs> now, that's worth something. Absolutely everything can be rated. Take too much luggage, 40 points. Find a customs guy that just doesn't <laughs> like your face, doesn't like your attitude, and decides to take apart everything you own, 45 points. You know, but it's, it's humiliating. Yeah, it's humiliating, yes. But it isn't. And as opposed to, you know, trying to explain uh, someone in a drugstore that you need something for diarrhea. Mm-hmm. And they don't speak your language. And you have to go through all these sign languages <laughs> to try and get them to understand. I know you to be a really nice guy. And I yes. know that you wouldn't... I mean, you're not saying that the purpose of travel is to be able to come back home barely alive. No. No. Or that the only experiences that change you for the better are scrapes with death. <laughs> no. <laughs> you never go on a trip planning for something like any of these things to happen. 
But if they do happen, at least you got points. Anything out of the ordinary, <laughs> anything unexpected, you get points. Okay. You deserve points, you get points. If you eat breakfast too close to the baboons, getting a room and discovering you're on the same floor as the, as the teen tour. People who suddenly discover halfway through the trip that they actually hate their friend and they don't get along. <laughs> Book a trip, and two days before you're supposed to go, you find out that your travel agent has been arrested for fraud. <laughs> <laughs> How many points? <laughs> that's big. That's money loss, time loss. Right. That's about right. 300 points. And you have to, you can't inflate your scores either. You can't. Uh, it's an honor system. It's an honor system. If you fly into a country and you are expecting your best friend to meet you there and no one shows up. Right. You can't decide that's worth 400 points. It's just unethical. <laughs> <laughs> This is a very subtle system, Mark. Yes, this is tough. Because this, this is isn't tough. just slapstick you're talking no, about. This no. is mental anguish. Right. It doesn't have to be overseas either. You can get yeah, points. No. You can get points right this at can, yeah, right at home. The last time I visited you in New York, you know, I parked on the street. You know how long it took me to find my car. <laughs> <laughs> you don't go looking for these things, but at least uh, enjoy the points and enjoy the stories when you get home. I'm sure that people listening to this, like me, are going to have much of their traveling past flash before right. their eyes. What should I, they do about it? I'm hoping that people will email me their stories. Okay. And they can email me at uh, travelinggame at hotmail.com. That's all one word, traveling game. game. Right. Traveling with one L. Right. Traveling game. How many Gs? Uh, two Gs. Two Gs. Right. Okay. Traveling game at hotmail.com and tell me their stories and I'd love to have them, share them, and I'll email you back their value. I know you're driving back to uh, New York very soon after this. Hopefully uh, without I, any points. <laughs> I don't know what to wish you <laughs> other than the fact that you should call me when you get back here I, so I can I, find out. I'll do my best. You're okay. Mark, thanks a lot for dropping by. Okay, and I hope everybody out there travels safe. <laughs> thanks. That's about all the time we have for this week's Morning Story, but don't forget to write us, too, at uh, morningstories at wgbh.org. Let us know how you're doing and where you're doing it from. And wherever your travels may lead you, when you get to a fork in the road, take the one that says Ipswich. It'll lead you directly to ipswich.com, a leader in file transfer software, and the guys who pave the road for this podcast every week. So thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Back in the days when I had a full beard, I'm walking down the street, and uh, the next thing I know, I'm blind and suffocating because there's something dark and hot that has totally covered my face, like something out of the alien. It's going back and forth, back and forth, repeatedly in what can only be taken as a mating ritual. <laughs> and the next thing I know, I hear a guy saying, Flaubert! Flaubert, ici. I can breathe again, and what I see is a little monkey. There you go. That is jumping back to this guy. The monkey is called Flaubert. This guy got the monkey in Tahiti, and he just loves this monkey, partly because of all the trouble the monkey gets in. We're sitting there talking, and I'm still, you know, just checking my face to make sure, <laughs> you know, I'm still a virgin. <laughs> and a, a woman goes by, an older woman, with a cane. It's winter, so she's got a heavy coat on. The monkey rushes up to her, pulls up her coat, and gets right under her dress. She did something that I will never forget. 
She continued to walk straight forward. She didn't look down. She refused <laughs> to acknowledge that anything was going on. And she kept on whapping at the side of her dress with her cane until Flaubert jumped out from under and then rushed over again. So the question is, who gets more points? Who the gets woman, more points? The woman or you? <laughs> I'd say for you, probably 75 you know, for her, you know, maybe 60. Depending on what that monkey did under the dress. She could, she, <laughs> what she could, about my face? She, she could have got a hundred. Remember, they can hold on with their feet. Let's go. We'll, go we'll give you a hundred. <laughs> we'll go up to a hundred.